from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. I welcome you to what is going to be my favorite NFL standoff ever. Aaron Rodgers versus the Packers because, to be quite honest, I don't think we've ever or will ever again see something like this. Ken Levicka live. I am Ken Levicka. He's Chris Cocal. Hey, reminder, Josh Cohn of the home team is going to be out at PBKC like Cocal and I were last night in advance of tonight's night number two of the NFL Draft and also lead into their Kentucky Derby festivities at PBKC, the Paddock Restaurant. So go check them out today, PBKC, the Paddock Restaurant, 3 to 5, right here on ESPN 106.3. And hey, subscribe to the Ken LaVica Live featuring Coquel Podcast. It is available right after we wrap up. Subscribe to it, get it right to your phone, rate it, and take it in as one of your own. The Ken LaVica Live featuring Coquel Podcast every single day, wherever you get your favorite podcast. So what was it last uh, yesterday, Coquel, around 3.30 when we started seeing the reports, the initial report from Adam Schefter that Aaron Rodgers had told, in the way it was worded, quote, some in the organization, that he was disgruntled to a point he didn't want to go back to the Packers. He was done with the organization. That was met with a lot of denial from Packers fans. Oh, Adam Schefter, most reliable reporter, arguably <laughs> in the history of the NFL. And NBA. What a, right, yeah. What a bleep story. You're so full of bleep. What are you talking about? Your information sucks, never mind the fact he's made a complete career out of being right and, and not being be, first. Not being a time. hot take guy. Right. Like he's, just a, he's a news guy. Right. And then that continued as Jay Glazer backed it up as Mike Florio backed it up as Packers media backed it up as Trey Wingo backed it up who's still very well connected it was still ah uh they, they don't know anything they they don't have any idea what but bunch of bunch of fake news media no 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 this seems like it's a very real thing and then this took on a life of its own and uh, this is fascinating because you have a quarterback who at 30, he's going to be 38 years old next year, is an aspiring Jeopardy host. He said that's his dream job. That's what he wants to do. And he can be surly and he can be difficult to deal with at times because I think he's endlessly brilliant. And endlessly brilliant people tend to sometimes be a little bit difficult to deal with. Is it hard to work with me? I knew that was coming. You are so predictable. Uh, but also, at 37, he's the reigning MVP who was absolutely incredible last season. And you're in a spot now where he apparently wants nothing to do with the organization that he has made a career with to a point where he encouraged them, according to multiple reports, he encouraged them to take the 49ers trade offer that we had talked about yesterday on this show, third-round pick, Jimmy G, number of players on the roster, and some draft picks told the Packers, take it. This is good for me. This is good for you. Take it. And they didn't. So what it feels like to me, Cocal, is once that happened and that trade offer went public, Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers' people decided, hey, Packers, enjoy your Thursday draft night. And boom, here's the leak. And then all hell broke loose after that. And you have a standoff now between the reigning MVP, who's under contract but does not have a contract extension, and the only team that he's ever called home 
And I don't think we've ever seen anything like this. This is unprecedented. And I don't think that the team is going to have the outcome that they think they're going to have. Because here is Brian Gutekunst, the general manager of the Packers, last night when he met with the media speaking about Aaron Rodgers. He's our he's our quarterback. He's our leader. Um, we've been working through this for you know a little while now, and um, you know I just think uh, it may take some time, but um, you know he, he's he's the guy that kind of makes this thing go. So he's he gives yeah, us thanks. the best chance to win, and, and we're going to work towards that end. I do think he'll play for us again, um, and we're going to like I said, we're going to work towards that, and we've been working towards that uh, on a, a number of different fronts. Um, you know, the value that he has to our football team is, is really immeasurable. You know what I mean? He brings so much to the table. They not are only kissing player, his ass. I think you got to keep in mind, you know, how much we want Aaron to be here and how important he is to our organization. Is there any scenario that you can see trading Aaron Rodgers this offseason? No, no, Ryan. I appreciate the question, but no, we're not going to trade Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Okay. You can say that now. But then you can hit nothing. Right. It, it's, he he. We're gonna do everything we can. We love him. Oh, Aaron, you're our guy. We love you. I mean, there was so much ass kissing in that response. And, and what with they were the trying 29th to pick of the NFL draft, <laughs> Eric Stokes, right. cornerback. We're Jordan. gonna do everything we can. We're gonna do everything we can. Except we're gonna keep doing the same thing that we've been doing, which that is why Aaron Rodgers <laughs> is mad. And we're gonna take a corner in the first round that didn't even need to go in the first round. Baby, I'm so sorry. I'm gonna make this work. Ignore the girl. I'm gonna go sleep with in a minute <laughs> because I just want it to be us oh, and we can do man. this. I love like, it. Just no change at all. Oh no, we're we're, we're not gonna trade Aaron Rodgers. No, 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 no. Except Aaron Rodgers, I don't think he's coming back to you, and you may be left having to trade him to get any value back. And he's a guy who's known as a strong-willed person. He, he, he'll cut them off and be done. He cut off his immediate family. He has no relationship with his parents or his siblings. You think the Packers are going to make headway with Aaron Rodgers? Are you insane? Is Aaron Rodgers going to be the quarterback for the Packers in week one? Because it certainly seems like there is some buzz now. Multiple ESPN personalities believe that the Denver Broncos are trying to put together a deal to go get Aaron Rodgers. It's just a matter of how much someone's willing to pay for a 38-year-old quarterback who has interests outside of football who can sometimes be a little bit difficult to deal with. But you'll wonder, is he difficult to deal with because... He's obviously been saying, get me some help, get me some help, get me some help, draft some receivers. They don't do it, and instead, they go and draft his eventual replacement in the first round last year. Is Aaron Rodgers going to be the quarterback for the Packers week one? I say no. I think the Packers are going to have their hand forced, and I think Aaron Rodgers is going to win. 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN. What do you think is going through Jordan Love's head? The quarterback that they drafted that started this that whole I mean, he just wants to start his career. And I know. His whole work life has been just miserable. And he's he has been nothing but, and no fault of his own, but he's been nothing but a nuisance. I mean, but he hasn't, what was one thing you heard Jordan Love do? Nothing, except get drafted by the Packers. Uh, yeah, I haven't even heard. I, I don't know what he sounds like. They do not draft skill position players in the first round, except last year when they went to go get Jordan Love. When there and, was, again, when, again. When there were receivers there, yep. everyone thought they were going to get weapons. And what does it say right now about the Packers that they are backpedaling and they're trying to, they had to send representatives to California to beg for Aaron Rodgers' forgiveness? What is it? Like, if they really believed, they took Jordan Love in the first round last year. 
If they believed in Jordan Love, they would have traded Aaron Rodgers already. And it sort of sounds like the Packers are stuck. The Packers are stuck in a spot where... There's also the cap ramifications. So it may not be just Jordan Love. There's also the $30 okay, million. But there's the $30 million until... June 1st, because then it becomes much more manageable. 17 this year. 17 and 14, 14. and a half, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, over two years, which is a, a significantly more manageable cap hit. So maybe June 1st, but the way Brian Gutekunst is talking, oh, no, we're not trading him. He's going to be the quarterback in week one. And I I don't think that Aaron Rodgers is backing off of this. It, it It's going to take some. Uh, it, it They apparently offered him a contract extension. After all of that, after no extension, they finally offered him an extension, and he said no. He's not signing it. He's he doesn't want to come back. I blame Rodgers. I'm flipping it. I, it's Aaron Rodgers' fault. How it's sh- his fault. Well, it's his fault. He but wanted also- weapons, right? They take Jordan Love. Then he goes out and throws 48 touchdown passes and makes them look good for their draft pick. Stop being so incredible, Aaron Rodgers. We don't need receivers. It's yeah. his fault. He should have thrown the ball at every receiver's foot and forced a lot yeah. of drop passes. Well, Your fault, Aaron. I saw this last night. Well, what about Devontae Adams? Devontae Adams was the best receiver in the NFL. Okay, and what happens this year when he's double and triple teamed every play? And Jordan Love is throwing on the and, ball. Right, Let's check those right. numbers. Exactly. So what <laughs> what is the game plan to have any other semblance of a weapon to help out Aaron Rodgers? But 48 <laughs> touchdowns, five interceptions. I mean, come on. And you didn't want to give him an extension. And then he called your bluff. So you said, oh, here's an extension. It's Aaron Rodgers seems like a grudge holder. Why would you? And, and you've gone this far. Why would you want to continue to give him grudges to, to stew on? And take a receiver. Now I'm thinking about it because if Jordan Love <laughs> is the quarterback, you need to give Jordan Love weapons because he's not Aaron Rodgers. You mm. know, it's the Packers' fault. I blame the Packers on this. <laughs> you are flip-flopping all over the place. That's a much more sincere blame than what you laid at uh, Aaron Rodgers' feet, I mean, though. but think, like, it's incredible. Love, Aaron Rodgers can make chicken salad out of you-know-what. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He, he took no receivers or just one receiver and threw 48 touchdown passes to 4,000 yards. Jordan Love is not going to be able to, We saw what happened to Sam Darnold. We saw how that ruined... If the Jets didn't bail him out and send him to Carolina before they now ruin Zach Wilson's career, if they didn't do that for Sam Darnold, his career was going to be over. Yep, He's only getting the fresh start because of that trade. If they don't get Jordan Love weapons and he has to step in, his career could be over before it started as well. We've seen it with Josh Rosen. Yep. We've seen it with so many of these top quarterbacks that get drafted. You have to, we were learning, you have to surround him with weapons. Look what the Dolphins just did. Yep. The Packers got away with this once with the acrimonious end of the Brett Favre era. The difference with and that, the though, Giants with Danny Dimes. You have to get receivers for these young quarterbacks. And I don't think Rodgers playing. And now, now I'm mad at the corner. Now I'm blaming the cornerback from Georgia. It's his fault. Uh, yep. See, and he falls into the Jordan Love category of just being wrong place, trying to get wrong a career, person, wrong time. Uh, but but they the Packers got away with this with Brett Favre. Now Brett Favre was different because he spent a couple of years. Average, throwing a ton of interceptions, and then broke out in 2007 and, and had a resurgent year and led them to the NFC Championship game. And he wasn't their draft pick. He came from Atlanta, so that's the other sure, thing. Sure, but he, he, he was, had years under his belt, and then he... Again, right, but he was still very young and very raw when he got to the Packers. He was a Packers he was guy. That's how he got the gunslinger right. name, but, because it was it was a Jameis-type situation. They What made... Because Packers fans... I was up in Madison. I was covering the Packers at that time in 2007. And man, Brett Favre's resurgence... His return to greatness, I mean, that state was insane. And then they lost to the Giants in the NFC Championship game. But 
Jets Hall of Fame quarterback. It was. It was. Uh, <laughs> it, it was obviously met with a lot of derision, but Aaron Rodgers quickly made them forget because he was an emerging Hall of Famer. Like they got lucky with that. They're not going to be lucky this time, Ron. If they screw this up, and it looks like they have screwed it up with Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love is not going to be Aaron Rodgers. He's not. And now they're they've already lost. The the Packers have lost already. Aaron Rodgers is not coming back. They're Sorry, not. I wasn't paying attention to you. I was thinking about how the Jets at one time had Brett Favre and Ronnie Lott in their roster. <laughs> like it just doesn't make sense. The Jets just signed these guys when they, yeah they had Ronnie Lott. Really? The, the Jets have they they went through an era where they were signing every old veteran. But if you go back through Jets history and someone looks up their names, they're gonna be like, wow, Favre was a Jet, <laughs> Lott was a Jet. What a storied franchise. I hate them. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program brings you Ken Levick alive, and we appreciate them. Dr. Jim Reardon, he's the man in charge. He's been doing it for a long time. We're talking two decades. That's two decades of sending his students in to sports. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. And I want to stress that it's not just out of college. These aren't just kids who are coming out of college. They got their bachelor's, and then they go get their MBA. These are... Uh, mothers and fathers and people that are raising families already have a career and they're taking the courses online to transition into a sports career or to give them more arsenal to make themselves more valuable in the sports realm. There are so many different ways to attack this. This is such a valuable program. There's a reason that it is year after year nationally and internationally ranked as one of the best sport management programs in on the planet. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. The results don't lie, period. Get the information. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. Paul Feinbaum went off this morning. Went off on arguably the greatest head coach in the history of the NFL. And I'm telling you, kids, it was glorious. And we're going to listen to it next. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.